welcome to the Good Luck Club. I'm your host, Simon Squibb. I believe luck is a skill, not something that just randomly happens to you. In our podcast series, we seek to explore the wealth of knowledge from people that have been lucky and unlucky and test my theory, without luck, you don't succeed, regardless of how hard you work. I was 15 years old when I started my first business and I've had huge failures and exciting wins. I want to say the losses were bad luck and my success was all skill and hard work. I once thought it was. But examining the detail and being honest, it was far more than that. It does not take away from my power to say it was luck that made me successful. It's just the truth. In our podcast, we will discuss what makes our guests happy and successful, hopefully giving you knowledge and insights you've never heard before and ensure you have the luck you deserve. Joining me today for episode five of the Good Luck Club is Hugo Tabar. Hugo likes to say, the power is making the unknown known. This is what made me realize I had to interview Hugo because I want to make luck the unknown known. He's joining us today from Salt Lake City where he's giving a talk. Hugo's background was born in the US from Australian mother and an Ecuadorian father. He's the founder of Neuroenergetic Kinesiology and he'll tell us a little bit more about that in a moment. Hugo has been developing courses and teaching kinesiology since 1998 and set up the NK Institute in 2004. For anyone that knows anything about this institute they'll know what a pioneer he is. Hugo's civil engineering and business background and sharp entrepreneurial mind have provided him with the tools needed to pioneer and develop this exciting and powerful modality. Hugo does not believe in luck. And we will talk about this with him today. Hugo, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Simon. What is kinesiology? Well, (laughs) kinesiology is basically uh, natural therapy. And I view it as a stress management system basically it's a way you can get stress out of someone's system and it could be to mental emotional it could be physical it could be spiritual and then once the stress has gone from the system hopefully they can find a new equilibrium or get healing or anything like that but i would say it's not a healing modality people look at it as a a healing technique but I don't believe the kinesiologist heals the person, the person heals themselves. Wow, that's uh, powerful stuff. Mm -hmm. What does uh, success mean to you? Being happy, really, and, um, you know, living the life you want to live. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, like, you can look at success in different ways. I mean, there's personal success maybe in your relationship or if you have children or in your family with your parents or your siblings. And also on a business level, I think success is being able to achieve the goals you set out to achieve when you first started. And often I think people, when they go into business or have an idea, they don't have a clear vision of where they want to go or where they should be going from the beginning. That's true. Um, I also think happy is a funny word, often misunderstood meet people that tell me they're not happy in their lives and then when you break it down you'll find often they're not happy with themselves i don't know if you also yeah yeah i would yeah that's often the case now uh i was keen to interview you because you you have frankly quite different views from me as around the concept of luck 
um, which I love. I love I love being outside my bubble and learning. And uh, I, I just wanted to dive in straight into the concept of luck and, and your view on it. Um, and, and maybe if, if I can convince you luck does exist, which I'm not sure I can, give some examples where you think maybe luck did or did not play a role in your business life. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting word, luck, and I certainly use it. But um, to me, luck is a word like karma and where pe- you might say, oh, I had good luck. Or, for instance, when I started my business, one of my colleagues told me how lucky I was that I was just in the right place at the right time. But to me, when you, if I say to you, you, like what you achieved with your business in Hong Kong or anything, that you were lucky, that actually takes away from your, the, the power of what you achieved. And I think if you say, if you put things to luck, you're actually disempowering someone and I prefer to say, no, I was in the right place at the right time. It wasn't luck. It was because I am brilliant and I, have a, I manifested being in the right place at the right time. So when you, you say, I would have good luck, then you're saying that I am taking away from what I have achieved and it's my power, my vision that, that, that put me there and it wasn't luck. And the same with bad luck as well. You could say, oh, I had bad luck, this happened. And it's going, no, that's a way of not taking responsibility of, not, of what happened to you in your life. If you are responsible for what happens to you, then it's not luck. It's what you've manifested, okay? Even if you win the lottery or something like this, it's not luck. It's like, no, I'm brilliant at manifesting some money. I really needed some money. I bought a lotto ticket and I won. Fascinating. And I know exactly what you mean. And I would like to say that five years ago, I think I totally agree with you. You know, I've I've spoken to people and said, oh, you know, I built this business and then I sold it to PwC. And people would say to me that, oh, lucky you. And I would be, I would feel defensive to your point. To the, well, no, I worked very hard. This happened, that happened. And then over time, I think I've uh, humbled myself a bit and I think there is an element well a huge element of luck and and then I look at the other side of the coin and I'm interested in your view on this you know, I've got a, a, a good friend who right now uh, is is terminally ill and it's not you know bad luck for them and they did nothing wrong uh, they worked hard they're sincere uh, honest and so they don't they don't deserve that bad luck so you know how do you correlate the two well as I said it's basically um, you know, when people have like really life challenging situations like trauma, you know, it could be a terminal illness or, you know, they're in an accident or something happened, you know, they were attacked by someone, you know, these again, when you, you can say, well, that's bad luck. And, and I understand the viewpoint of the, like you would say of your friend being terminal ill and, and it's a very tricky thing to address this because people, you know, when you're, especially when you're dealing with someone or like as a therapist, as a kinesiologist, often kinesiologists are working with terminally ill pe- people and you can't just say to them, oh, well, that's what you manifested or something like that. But at the end of the day, like I, I think luck is a very similar word to karma and where, you know, you could say, well, I had bad karma or I had bad luck. And 
at the end of the day, the way I've got to understand this through all the different journeys and travelings that I've done, it's the, you know, how your life unfolds is part of your journey of your spiritual path to get where you um, are trying to go on the path of enlightenment. And so whether you have a terminal illness or you have a happy health and live to 100 years old and have an amazing life and, um, you know, with a wonderful family and all this, or you have a, you know, other things where you're homeless and got no money or, or any situation in your life. Again, it's about on a spiritual level, it's about being responsible of what happens in your life. And so though I do understand the viewpoint where people use the word luck, and I certainly use the word, but at the end of the day, you know, I don't think luck really exists. I think it's an excuse we use for either not being responsible or not stepping up and owning what we have, um, what we have manifested into our life. And I would prefer to use the word manifestation like, I'm a good manifester or I've manifested this poorly, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I love the subject and I completely see where you're coming from. Frankly, I've got a partner in life who thinks the same way as you. Um, so I, <laughs> I saw the interview and she re- referred to it as an achievement. Yeah, she, she, she sees it as fate, which is interesting. And, and, and what I found actually when I asked people, you know, are you unlucky? No one really wants to say that they're unlucky either. And maybe that's a, a, an element of pride. There's also an element people don't want to insult the people in their lives by saying they're unlucky. Um, and, and, and I think to your point, there might be a manif- manifestation element there too. If they say they're unlucky, you know, they, they could become unlucky. I, I consider myself extremely lucky. And I think when, when I originally became successful, I, I looked at why I was successful and, and said it was because I was brilliant. And then as I really started to analyze things, there was two or three moments in my life which um, some may have been seen as bad luck, uh, turned out to, to be a blessing for my life now. And so it's kind of an interesting thing to review it. But I, in the end, I believe that if I wasn't lucky, I wouldn't have been successful. I know many people, for example, that have very successful, very talented people working in agencies today, have agencies that they can't sell. They're stuck in those businesses. I was lucky enough to sell my company for a lot of money. So, but I wasn't any better or harder working than those people that I'm thinking of. So why did I get it and they didn't? What, what do you think? Oh, I think you're in the right place at the right time. And my, my, this is what my teacher used to say. Uh, the metahuman is always in the right place at the right time. And whereas the average human is not in the right place at the right time. So, and, but you being in the right place at the right time and even, and I can, I can hear you about things that happened before that. And I know with my business, it's, you know, it's, um, well, there's three businesses now it's turned into and they're, they're reasonably successful and there's all those things that happened in my life leading up to that, you know, that you would think, oh, you know, I was down and out. And like, I remember being in India on a train for two days with no money. I couldn't afford to buy food for two days, you know, and I've been down in those places where, you know, nowhere to live and everything like that. But it's, 
you know, when you're in the right place at the right time, that is your power. And if you say, I was lucky, uh, sorry, Simon, I think you're disempowering yourself and you're not acknowledging how brilliant you were and Helen, both of you, uh, that you were in the right place at the right time. You, you made the decisions, you built something and you sold it for a lot of money. That is brilliance. And that's what brilliant people do. And that's where people are in their path. As my teacher used to say, it was the meta human. So you were in your meta human selves. You're always in the right place at the right time. Not because of luck, because you are brilliant. That, that's, what, that's the way I see it. I love having you on because basically for the last minute and a half, you've said I'm brilliant. I, I think for that alone, I feel well, I mean, to in, be honest, that, in that way, you were. In, in, to be honest, my natural personal state is, is uh, to be quite confident. And I, I, I like to reflect on, on this. The reason I've set up this podcast is I like to reflect on what really happened and see if there's a way to give people some of this. You, you can call it karma. Yeah, I like that. You can call it maybe insight. But how do we bottle this energy that you're talking about, I think, and, and give other people that feeling um, that they, they also, too, could be lucky? I mean, have you had bad luck and good luck? I mean, you mentioned there being on a train for two days in India and not eating. I mean, do you do you view that? How do you how do you view your life? Are there, have you had bad luck and good luck? Well, I just I made a poor decision. Like, um, you know, just before I got on the train, some guy wanted to buy my didgeridoo and I didn't sell it and I should have sold it. And after I got off the train ride, I broke it. Right. So, you know. It's well, like what a didgeridoo, by the way, is some people around the world, um, you know, just to clarify what, what is a didgeridoo? Some people oh, might... it's, a, it's, a, it's a wind instrument from what? the Aboriginal people in Australia. And, you know, back in the hippie, you know, when I was in my hippie days, I used to travel, traveling around India with my didgeridoo and I, you know, I was too attached to it. But my lesson was, you know, I was given the opportunity to have some money, mm. but I made a poor decision, you know. So if we make poor decisions and end up with bad luck, you know, you know, is that bad luck or is it, or do you have to sit back and, and reflect on why did I make a poor, why did that happen to me? And, you know, when these things have happened, these so-called bad luck events, they are an opportunity for reflection to take responsibility of why that happened to you and then reflect back on yourself and see if you can find that part of yourself that caused that to happen and and start dealing with it. Which, I mean, makes sense from a, let's call it a business context or even a life context, but I still can't wrap my head around that concept when you look at what you're dealing with every day and, and many of your students are dealing with every day where you've got terminally ill people, for example, that have done nothing wrong. How can they reflect on that and not see that as bad luck? How is that their fault? No, well, that's that, but that what that it then needs to get to that point, you, it's it requires spiritual development, and see, often these, like I think Ian White, he was the um, the Australian bushflower guy. I saw him give a talk once, and he he said, "Who's suffered?" He wanted to know in the room who's has suffered the Mack truck effect. It's like you've needed a Mack truck to come and slam you to make you change your direction in life. And so when, when this kind of thing happens, it's um, a chance, you know, you're basically forced to look outside the box to change things. And for whatever, like, you know, whatever the case is, 
you know, I, I fortunately didn't need a Mack truck. My worst Mack truck was two days on a train in, you know, and believe me in India, no one's helping you out there when you're on the train with all the, you know, second class. It's not, you know, it, but it's a chance to reflect where other people like my teacher, Dr. Charles Krebs, his Mack truck effect was a, a scuba diving accident that caused him, you know, to be, become physically disabled, but turned him to kinesiology and, and ch completely changed his life. I've actually, so, I've actually met Charles and he worked on me and he is amazing. So Yeah, but, you know, he probably wouldn't have been here today if that diving accident had it happened. And, you know, and a lot of people have had these Mack trucks come and slam them and some people don't. I mean, it's just that everybody's got their own path and we, we say, you know, you say, oh, that's my karmic path. You know, that's my path of karma. But to me, I always replace the word karma with choice. It's the way you are choosing to manifest your life lessons in the physical world. And sometimes some people do it harder than others. We're actually coming from the same place because part of the reason I'm doing this podcast is to show people they're actually in control of their luck. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just think it manifests itself more in mindset and planning. Um, but exactly. Anyways, you're saying, you're, saying, you're saying the same thing. Mm. Um, I, I, my, my theory as well is that, and you're, I think you're uh, in a way saying the same thing, that bad luck can also be good luck. Yeah. So, yeah, which, which is hard for the people that have had bad luck. I mean, I've also had bad luck in my life. My, my father died when I was 15 years old. I considered that a very unlucky moment. Yet today I'm very happy in life, and I think in part because I had such a traumatic uh, childhood. Um, but, I mean, for yourself, have you had a, a, you know, you say you haven't had a truck hit you, but what, what's been the hardest moments for you to overcome in this mindset that you weren't unlucky? Oh, okay. Um, well, like you with my father, you know, my, like my father and mother met in the United States and neither were American citizens and I was born there. And then he, he was on a scholarship from the Navy at, at going to school in Boston. And then he had to go back. He was a Navy officer. So my mother went with him and it didn't last. And so my mother went back to Australia and I grew up there and my brother was born in Australia and so I basically grew up without a father. And then when she remarried, I had a stepfather who I did not have a good relationship in any way. And so that, you know, not having my father around my, most of my life has been a very challenging thing for me and certainly shaped me. Um, now I have, uh, he's still alive, he's quite elderly, but he's not doing, he's not well. And so, you know, like in his later years, I'm spending as much time with him as I can. And, but it's certainly the, the whole thing for me, growing up without my father and then having a stepfather that, you know, I did not get along with and that he came on the scene when I was seven. And um, so that to me is probably the thing that's, you know, really shaped who I am, you know. Totally, I think we'll carry on uh, just for five, more minutes after this on, on YouTube. I'm just going to stop the podcast now, Hugo, because I, I feel like it tried to keep 20 minutes so people can listen to this on their way to work. So thank <laughs> you, uh, podcast listeners. If you want to know more from Hugo, switch over to YouTube. Thank you very much. I'll just sum up my quick uh, view on, on Hugo's insight today. First of all, um, just be happy. 
not easy state to find yourself in, but find it. Uh, meta humans um, are always in the right place at the right time. So perhaps consider becoming a meta human. If a truck hits you, it's there to help you. I think that's quite a powerful one for me. And the art of manifestation is knowing what's going to happen. So Hugo, thanks for those insights. Amazing. And uh, I'll stop the podcast and we can jump over to YouTube and have a chat more. So thanks. Okay.